0: From the hosts that brought you to Coding Westworld
1: and Westworld the Recapables comes the Ringer Prestige TV podcast uh, on Westworld. I'm Joanna Robinson. I'm Danny Heifetz. And I'm David Shoemaker.
0: Welcome to Westworld season four in the Prestige TV podcast feed, where we're going to break down every episode of Westworld
1: season four. Every Monday, the day after the show comes out on the Prestige TV podcast feed. Wherever you get your podcasts, but get them on Spotify. What's up, everybody? This is Tyson Apostle, reality TV superstar, current star and number one guy of the Challenge USA on CBS. And here I am today, the only place to get all of the tea on the Challenge USA at Surviving the Challenge with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. Amelia, how dope was that episode?
0: Oh, my God. I I it was incredible. It was in, it's incredible to watch your dominance, honestly. And I know I'm your co-host, your friend, but honestly, it was really cool. I was like, "Damn!"
1: Pretty good, right? <laughs> it was really good. Oh man, it's- I'm spanking these kids, dude. They're like <laughs> half my age and twice my size with muscle. Oh what is happening? God. I
0: know. It's not even
1: fair, is it? Is it not even fair?
0: It's almost, it's almost not even fair, but it, you know what? Whatever. Who cares? You're winning. You clearly prepared. You're awesome at this. And honestly, it seemed like they were having a good time watching you.
1: Yeah, I was putting on a show, a spectacle. You were.
0: You definitely were. Um, <laughs> I, I i can't. I just I am speechless. Honestly, I, I knew that you were going to be good, but I mean, we're two episodes in and you're already just out here. I have enough (laughs) money
1: in my account now to pay for a friend to get into the final with me. Exactly. And that's the only other person that would be running the final with me.
0: It's true. It's true. Yeah.
1: Justine and Angela for the girls. And then I can just choose whoever or run it twice. I don't know. I don't know how that money works.
0: I don't know either, but man, it was incredible. So I guess we we uh, come back from where we were last week with the algorithm bot, and everyone is like, "I'm scared. We're we're doing this." Were you like, "Jesus, please, I do not want to get so and so."
1: Yeah, kind of, but really, I mean. Because you never know what challenge it is either. And some people are better at other things. So you're just like, okay, you want somebody who is a multi-talent. Because the more things they're good at, the better odds you have of finding a challenge that they're also good at. And that's what the beauty of me is, is that I'm like the top 99 percentile in 99% of things. So... It's amazing. Really? Right? It's I It's so...
0: It's like... I mean, I just it's <laughs> incredible. I mean, like I played sports in high school and stuff, but I feel like this it's reminded me of like, you know, we were all doing the presidential fitness test, like in elementary school. And there was always like that one kid who was just uh, cleaned everyone else's clock. And that and that's you. It's, that's it's, me. Yes. Incredible. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So you get paired with Justine. She is from Love Island. She's pissed because she. I
1: didn't know. <laughs>
0: okay. So this was all brand new information. Yes, You're like, this oh, this is new damn. information. Okay. So she hit it well. She was like, okay. Yeah. I
1: mean, she hit it well. And also, she was helpless to do anything against it. So <laughs> it was true. like, I never saw it. Like, <laughs> meh.
0: Right. Right. Because she blames you for putting Sally, her BFF.
1: Yeah. Rightfully so.
0: Sure. Sure. But also, it's like, it's a competition.
1: It's a competition. James, out of the the two couples going in last week, James was literally the only one that I felt like I could utilize as an ally and an asset. The others were just like, mm, they're just like floppy dead fish. And so it's like, I'll have to be do all the work for them if I'm going to utilize them at all. So James was like, he's the only guy where I was like, if I can keep him close to me and keep him in the game, he could be helpful.
0: Totally. And uh, it turns out that poor James gets paired up with Kayla not that they're a bad pair it's just that they're too oh, they amazing are. well yeah one they kind of sucked which was too i it's sad i i watched his season of amazing race and i really liked him and he won so um but yeah so they get paired up so and there's only three um amazing race people so that kind of knocks out the amazing race racers um and we also see that Cachet and Cinco are paired up and they were dating and they broke up. And so it's a little awkward, especially when we see Cinco and Tiffany from big brother start to flirt with each other.
1: Ooh. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. Like you're like algorithm. Okay. It's random, but still in those moments, you're like, Please Cinco and Cache be together. Please Cinco and Cache be together. Please Cinco and Cache be together. So when it happened, you're like, this is almost too good. But you also have to realize the team of computer scientists they probably had working on that algorithm nonstop for the last seven months to perfect it. It doesn't lie. It's not going to get it wrong. Like, you know how computers are.
0: Oh, do I? Yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: So... Pretty cool stuff. We were all very excited for that matchup. (laughs)
0: You guys were like cheering, like, yes! Yes. Uh Oh, that's amazing. So when you saw uh, Tiffany start to flirt with Cinco and you saw more, was that, because clearly we focused on that a decent amount this episode, but was there more flirtation going on between other people that we just didn't see that didn't make the cut?
1: Yeah, I think uh, Selly was flirting with Enzo quite a bit and uh then I think, uh, yeah, but so uh,
0: interesting, okay,
1: right, that's what I thought, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> sorry, okay,, yeah. that's okay, I get it, I <laughs> okay. totally get it, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, so. I actually didn't, I saw a little bit of the Tiffany and Seiko stuff, but not as much as they showed on, on the the episode. Like I just wasn't in the same room at the same time when that stuff was happening, but I was hearing about it. So Cachet was quite upset and going around to everybody being like, I wouldn't do that. That's disrespectful. And it, it kind of is like, you know, and so I, uh, I didn't see as much uh, of it as we actually saw in the episode. Um, and so, yeah, I was a little surprised, but also, I knew it was happening, and I also knew that Tiffany was doing it specifically to get under Cache's skin.
0: Do we know why? I mean, Cache goes on to say she has a little uh, confessional, and she's like, she's doing it because I'm beautiful, and all the Love Island girls here are beautiful, and she's just jealous.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, have you seen Cinco? He's yeah. He's pretty handsome.
0: He's a good-looking guy, totally. Yeah.
1: He He is. And he's very smooth. Yeah, he's very smooth. I love Cinco. So, (laughs) you know, like I I was flirting with him.
0: Uh, Who wouldn't? I don't blame you or anyone. No, totally. But I was
1: more respectful to Cashier. I was like, I'm not going to flirt in front of you to Cinco, even though I want to.
0: Even though you want to, but you held it in. You you you've played this game, but well, similar games before where you can't you know put all your cards out on the table. Which I found interesting that Tiffany would do that, knowing she's played Big Brother, and you would think that she would kind of know that, or maybe yeah, I don't but know. But she's
1: played Big Brother one time, and I think there's a learning curve that comes with multiple times of playing, and a lot of times you don't understand like what every single action you make in the house has repercussions. And I think only when you play multiple times are you like, okay, the way I respond to this, the th- way I do this, the way I do this. Like we had vegans in the house. I never ate meat in front of any vegans. Like I just didn't because really? Yeah.
0: Okay. Th- so oh, I'd either that's...
1: like, you know, and, and so like
0: more respectful than me. So okay.
1: And that's the thing, like, but you have, like, you can't, you can't get, put yourself into anyone's pet peeve. So whatever pet peeve you can imagine in your head, those are all the things you're trying to avoid because you never know who has what pet peeve and what's going to set them off enough to start targeting you.
0: That is so, wow, that's incredible. I just love how that your mind was thinking, was going on, you know full blast all times, which is smart, you know, I mean, clearly, you know this but, um, and then we also see that Shan seems to know a lot. It Was there a reason why Shan, we have a little like Shan news, I love that, that was funny
1: She loves to gossip like if there's anything to gossip about she's jamming her face in that circle <laughs> so fast, you know like it's crazy, like it, and if you tell her anything that's gossipy She's going to go around to every single person. Probably get it wrong a lot of times, but like she just loves to gossip. Yeah.
0: I love that. Which uh <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like her number one hobby <laughs> is I gossiping. <laughs>
0: That's really fun. Well, that's and it's fun to see that it's fun to watch. And I do like that element that we we do have like the gossip element. We have maybe kind of the love connection, but also there's a little fight going on. That's also fun to witness, too. Um, And we also get to see Cashel. Uh, in a little confessional saying that he wants to kick your ass.
1: Ooh, I didn't know that either. Like Cashel and I got along really well. Like his his sense of humor is similar to mine. Like very, can be very silly. And we love, we revel in the absurd. So if something absurd in the house happens, him and I are the ones that are looking at each other laughing or we're creating our own absurd moments and laughing at those. And so, uh, yeah, I didn't know any of that. I thought we were just pals. But that's fine. That's like, like, I mean, I got the best of him. So in the end, it's totally fine that he said that.
0: <laughs> totally. Well, and also I feel like it's kind of a compliment too, you know, because he's like, I want to kick his ass because he's so good. So, um, so let's get into the, ch- uh, the first challenge, which is yeah, boy, um, which great, I love the names of these things. Uh, we have two teams go at a time. So it's four people and they climb up on a giant spinning tire Buoy. Like these things are huge. Um, And there are giant letters like attached to them throughout. And you have to collect five at a time. And then you jump into the water. You make your way over to a, what appears to be essentially like a giant Scrabble board. And then you make as many words as you can. And then you have 20 minutes to kind of repeat this process to make as many words. Yes. Um, what were your first thoughts of like this, these giant spinning tire buoys and I guess the whole challenge itself?
1: I looked at it and I was like, if Justine can get up, so the rules, the full rules were to even qualify and not get, uh, uh, disqualified. You had to get up the ladder twice and touch the buoy twice.
0: Oh, okay. each person on
1: the team did. So I thought as long as Justine can get up the ladder twice, touch the buoy twice, we're going to win. Like I, I have no doubt in my mind, I can get up the ladder more times than everybody else. And I'm the best swimmer there by about, I don't know, four X. And so <laughs> as long as she can do that, then we're going to be good. And uh, yeah, all of my confessionals were just riddled with uh, hubris.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and then we also see that several people miss the, cause you have to, and it's like, it's not, there's a gap there.
1: Yeah. And the gap in real life looks so big. Like you're looking at that gap and you're like, that looks big. And then you realize like, it's just a long step, but you do need like a little upper body strength to latch on.
0: Right. Because we see Kayla misses twice. Uh, we, Leo missed once Shannon and cache. I think that might've been it. And they're also, they're spinning. So that's kind of scary too. Um, and do you know why there were there were four spitting buoys, but it only looked like you could reach two of them?
1: Because there were two teams. There was a team on either side, so there was a pair of buoys on one side, a pair of buoys on the other side, and there was a team going, two teams going at the same time, and on each side.
0: Okay, got it. Okay, that makes sense. It, I, it almost looked like when you were watching it, there was you could only get to one of them
1: you could you got to one and then you could jump to the other one oh
0: you could jump to the yeah. other one okay so from
1: the first buoy you jumped to the second buoy out oh further. god
0: well that and they're both spinning so like yeah that's and they're kinda... both spinning
1: but you need to get to the second one to get enough uh numbers because it was they put all of the better or letters they put all the better letters on the second buoy they put all the most useful uh, letters on the underside of the buoy where you need so much upper body strength to get to them. And bless her heart, Justine uh, brought back a cue. And I was like, <laughs> stop. <what>? Oh. <laughs> Come on, a cue. What are you doing? <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh my God.
1: <laughs> but to her credit, like my goal was just to go back and forth as many times as I could, and then hopefully have enough time to build the Scrabble and when I got back and she had that whole board pretty much built and I just filled in a couple gaps, I was like, okay, she definitely like pulled she her Scrabble. own here. And yeah. she loves Scrabble apparently. And <laughs> so that was great. a big help. That was a that's big awesome. help to me. Yeah.
0: Right. Um, and I guess what was your strategy going into this? Because I feel like I would have just been like, ah, I'm jumping in, grabbing it. Like I would have grabbed a cue. Like that's probably what would have happened
1: at first, the strategy, cause you're watching them and you can see where the letters are and stuff. So in your mind, you're like, I'm going to do this. And you see Angela and Leo are like, we'll do a 10 letter word manipulate, and then we'll build off of that. And, and so, uh, so they did do that. And you look at it and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. But then you're like, oh, it's as many words as possible. So just build a bunch of short words, which just means you need consonants and vowels. And so, like, avoid the real difficult letters to use and just go from there. And any S you can get is like a bonus.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Also, when you hit the water, because so after you would get the letters, you get five, then you would jump into the water. It seemed like several people, James, poor James seemed to have like a panic attack when he hit the water. And I've seen challenges before where people hit the water. And like this one girl, I remember, she busted her implant because it was she was up so high and then she hit the water so intensely. What was what was that like?
1: That's uh, a bunch of people who don't know how to play in water is what that (laughs) is. Like when they're like, here's your life jacket. I was like, I've never worn a life jacket to do this type of thing. I, and they're like, you have to. I was like, okay, but can I forego the helmet? Cause that looks dumb. And they're like, no, you got to wear that too. I was like, uh, so (laughs) I'm so ashamed that I'm swimming in a lake with a helmet on. It just like feels so wrong to me. But some people need that stuff. And so I guess if some people need it, everybody needs it. But what happened to James is he came in and landed like flat on his back, which knocked all the wind out Uh. of him. And so I think like there's a lot of experience. Like I have a ton of experience around water. So I know to exhale as I hit the water. I know to kind of like flex and how to go, go in properly. And a lot of these people... Don't because uh, apparently they've never watched the challenge and didn't know there was water on it.
0: <laughs> that's what that's what I thought watching this too. I was like, you didn't think about maybe there'd be a water challenge, but I get yeah. it. Um, or a
1: bunch of water challenges. Maybe. Bunch, right.
0: Exactly. Um, we see Cashel. He spells out Kira, which is his ex's name. Very that's cute. Um, yeah. Love that. Um, we also see a flash of you in the water, like just a flash, but we hear people saying, damn, Tyson's a beast, you a fish. And we also have Danny, who's the NFL player, say, this dude is an absolute animal. So I, I we need to see you do like a full on like water sprint because we only got like a little taste, I feel yeah, like.
1: Maybe we will. Well, okay. stay tuned. You know, I don't want right. to. I'm not going to give anything up. But, no, totally. Uh, that's the... Th- All of my times on Survivor, I was like, just unleash me in the water. I mean, I swam in college. So it's just like people think they can swim and they can swim fine. There's people that can swim fine. But if you have swam at a high level in the NCAA, you are a different beast. It's not like running where everybody can run because like that's the only thing you can do on your feet other than walk. (laughs) Like everybody has some experience. Right. Swimming is different. And swimming, if you are... Raised to be a swimmer, you are going to be incredible compared to the average swim pool uh aficionado
0: that's well, yeah, it's so true and and so clearly you get there fast uh you and Justine get nine words, which is remarkable because everyone else I was like making a little track. They were getting three words. They were getting four words. That was I was like, oh, my God, it was really impressive.
1: Yeah, it wasn't bad. I also uh, I think I went up the ladder t- two more times than the next person in the entire thing. So I think I did five times maybe. And the next person did three.
0: In 20 minutes. Man, that's really that's incredible. So clearly you guys win the challenge. Would you say from the two challenges that you've done this far in this uh, these two episodes, which one, did you like this one more?
1: Oh, I love this one way more. There was so much more to it than the first. The first one literally was, was like sit and do elementary math. <laughs> right. So it like is like okay, I can do that. <laughs> All right. And also like you're leaving the house and you don't know what challenge you're doing, so you're like carb loading and you're like I'm gonna get ready. So like everybody carb loaded for the first one, and then you like. No physical activity whatsoever. Just do some math on your way down the hill.
0: So everyone was bloated. And, yes. Yeah. So everyone's
1: bloated. So this one you're like, okay, I'm definitely burning my lunch off this one.
0: That's good. That's good. And unfortunately, James and Kayla, you know, they try, but they make zero words.
1: Yeah, zero words. That's uh, not very many.
0: It's it's not. Um we're cause you're I guess you're like in a kind of an alliance with them, maybe a little bit with sure. James. Yeah. We're, was that like disappointing? Mean, Were you disappointed? I was disappointed. I don't so, want to no. give any
1: spoilers, but okay. I'm kind of in alliance with everybody.
0: Okay. You know? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, exactly. Um, So unfortunately, they're the two that are definitely going in. Uh, there's a pre-elimination talk. You're talking with Kayla and James and Justine, and, and she notes how the house is still pretty divided by show, which I find interesting. and And... I hope that it changes. We'll see, obviously. Um, But uh, and then they also but they discuss having Cashel and Tiffany brought in because they think that Big Brother might be bringing Cashel in because of his uh, little friendship with Tiffany because she's also flirting with him, too.
1: Yeah. I'm not concerned about that because Cashel was flirting with me too.
0: Okay. That's true. That's okay. Sure. Um, Did you kind of know who you were going to pick because you guys end up choosing Cashel and Tiffany?
1: Yeah. So it's tricky because you have to, you have to weigh what the losers want. Then you have to decide kind of what you want then you have to go around the house to see if most of the house will support that because you don't want to shock the majority of the house into now being your enemy.
0: Right. So you have yes. to measure
1: like how people in the house are feeling about it. And then you have to go back to the losers and convince them that the people you're choosing are the right decision for them.
0: That's a lot of work.
1: It's a lot of work. Yeah. So then they're not mad at you for selecting somebody they didn't want to go against. So if they come back in, they're like, thank you for, you know, giving us the people we wanted. Yeah, exactly. So that's all, that's like the whole thing of it. So you have to, you have to take into account what they say. Then you have to measure the entire house's feelings about who they want based on where your allegiances are. And then you have to kind of convince everybody which way you're going and then convince the losers that it's best for them to put this couple in. And then, and then you're golden.
0: Was it hard to convince James and Kayla that... Because Ka- like you are saying, like cashels he's a, a ripped dude. And, you know, Tiffany looks uh, pretty healthy. And, and, you know, she looks strong too. So I would have been like, ah, no.
1: Yeah. And that's, w- that's in those moments where you're like, it could be puzzles you know, like you, like you, you just pick the people's strength and then you say, here's what we want to put in. Cause if it's a puzzle or something, these guys aren't going to be able to do that. And you just choose a thing that you think they'll be weak at and that the people you're trying to convince will be good at that. And so that's kind of where your balance lies, but they kind of wanted those guys anyways, cause they understood like the lines. They were like, okay, Tyson's probably not going to put anybody from survivor in right now. And, uh, Justin's maybe not going to put someone from love island in i mean we saw how upset she was last week about a love love islander's going in like there's no way she's putting a love islander in this week or will she
0: and or show who cares who and that <laughs> which honestly <laughs> that's what i love about these love island people it's like they're they're very much like as the wind changes they're like okay sure um and we also see and you bring it up too that um Big brother is pretty okay with letting Tiffany. So okay. <laughs> go They're in. so
1: okay. And I was kind of like, I was like, okay, I'm leading the survivor side. Right. I'm the clear leader here. as the survivor side. Tiffany seems like the leader of the big brother side. So I was like, I don't want to go against Tiffany right now. If it's going to put fire in all the big brother's bellies. So I was like, uh, let's hold off on that for now. And pick a better moment. And then everyone came to me and was like, you should do Tiffany. I was like, you know, that's who I kind of wanted to do anyway. (laughs) So this just makes uh, exactly what I want to do so easy.
0: Right. And what did you like, what energy did Tiffany give off to make you think that she was like, she's the glue holding big brother together.
1: She just kind of was working everybody. And I could see that she was working everybody. And then the other thing was that The very first day in the house, we went around and introduced everybody, everybody introduced themselves and they're like, Hey, I'm so-and-so I'm from big brother season four and seven. And I was like, Oh, those are the two best seasons. And everybody would laugh. And then the next one would go on and be like, hey, I'm from Survivor 13 and 19. And I'd be like, oh, those are the two best seasons of Survivor. And so every single person that said what season they were on, I told them in front of the whole group that, that was the be- those were the best seasons. And everyone laughed except for Tiffany. She did not find it funny. And I was like, this girl hates me. And so I was like, I got to watch out for her. And then she started warming up to me. And I was like, is this is this sincere that she's now warming up to me? Or is it because I won the first challenge and she realizes that I am powerful and I am a force? And so at that point, I was like, I can't tell because I know initially she didn't seem to appreciate my antics.
0: Interesting. Okay. But okay. Interesting. Well, and then obviously you do put them in. I I found it also, uh, fascinating that they showed no party footage.
1: I love that. Yeah, it was weird because we did go.
0: Okay, yeah, so you did. Okay, interesting.
1: Rachel was like, because we were, I was watching the episode with Rachel, my wife, and she was like, so this deliberation is pretty late. And I was like, yeah, it is pretty late, like it's dark outside and stuff. And she's like, and then what? And I was like, and then we have to go to the bar. And she's like, uh, and I was like, exactly. And then the bar footage never came. I was like, oh, okay. They're gonna skip it sometimes. Cause basically it's the Love Island girls just grinding up on each other all day long while everybody else just like uh uh <laughs> strategizes. Like, OK, yeah,
0: exactly. Everybody's
1: strategizing and <laughs> the Love Island girls are just like grinding <laughs> all up on each other.
0: I love that. That's fun. Yeah, it's um, fun. <laughs> How many hours is the party usually? A couple. Okay, wow, yeah. interesting. Yeah.
1: at least, yeah, probably like yeah, one and a half to three hours, maybe
0: got it, okay, okay, so it's not it's not horrible. So when do you guys so is there a set time you have to go to bed and like wake up, or is no. it just like whatever?
1: Okay. it's whatever,
0: oh, nice, That's unless really nice. unless
1: they have to wake you up for a challenge or something,
0: right, yeah. okay, so got but other
1: than that, it's whenever you can spend all day in bed. Uh, a lot of people did. I thought Enzo was going to get bed sores. He spent so much time. <laughs> I think he would have if I didn't remind him to turn over every so often.
0: Oh, that's really funny. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, and it the beds look I mean, honestly, I thought the beds looked really big. Like no. for some reason this Oh, really? Okay, cuz this episode when Cinco carries Tiffany to bed in front of people specifically Cachet. Um it looked bit big, but maybe she's just really tiny. Cachet's
1: teeny tiny. Tiffany's teeny tiny.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Um, so we see more of that footage, which again, I find interesting that we get that as kind of like the through line of this episode. Um, yeah.
1: And I'd never seen that. So I thought I loved okay. that moment on TV where <laughs> no. Cachet was standing in the room as Cinco was carrying uh, Tiffany in his arms. I was like, Oh, that's so great. I love that moment. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was fun to watch. I would she have liked there. to be
1: there in person just to witness it in person. I was probably like in the next room or maybe already asleep. (laughs) Maybe. Oh, I want to tell you one more fun fact.
0: Please. Yeah.
1: When we got in to choose all the beds, the girls got all the bottom bunks because bottom bunks are easier to access, except for one guy. James got a bottom bunk. But in doing so, Tiffany had to take a top bunk.
0: Wow. So
1: girls were all on the bottom with James. Guys were all on the top with Tiffany.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Yeah,
1: it was pretty fun.
0: Okay, so was, did Tiffany, was she upset by this? Or was she like, oh, I don't know, whatever. I don't
1: think so. I mean, I would have been because I didn't want a top bunk to begin with either.
0: Right, women and children, you know, bottom bunk.
1: Yeah, so, so then you're just like, let's get let's get people out of here so I can steal a bottom bunk. <laughs>
0: right Oh, did people move around after others got eliminated? I mean,
1: I don't want to give away any secrets, but wouldn't you? Uh,
0: well, yes, are you kidding? I'd grab my stuff and steal their bunk, yeah. Well,
1: yeah, I'm putting a flag in every single mattress that gets empty.
0: <laughs> exactly. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit slash pure leaf and enter 20 pure leaf for 20% off your purchase of new pure leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. We cut to the elimination, which is called Knowledge is Power. And Tiffany and Cashel are sent down uh, by you and Justine. And I also like that uh, Justine, she was like, She remarked how happy she is to be on a team with you, which is, you know, starkly different from the beginning when she was like, I want to kill him because my best friend was sent home by him.
1: Yeah. I mean, your odds of winning a challenge are the best if you're with me.
0: It's true. It's true. Um, so I thought that was a sweet moment. And then we get uh, Tiffany and Cashel sent down to face Kayla and James. And there are four stationary bikes. Um, and they appear to be connected to a large power station, each one having their own power station. And the goal, we are told by TJ, is to light up the power structure long enough to memorize a set of symbols, and it's 12 symbols, which honestly that's kind of a lot.
1: Pretty difficult, yeah.
0: Yeah, and the symbols are not like just like A B C like there's symbols, yeah. You know? And
1: they're skinny, like pencil drawn almost, and like we couldn't see them very well from our vantage point there. So this is like the best look I had at them was on this TV screen in front of me, and uh both teams did surprisingly well with the memorization.
0: I was going to say it's kind of amazing because they have to you go in three rounds. And again, you have to light up this power structure long enough and two lights have to be lit for each uh, phase of it. And but they don't stay lit for very long. And actually, the first round, James and Kayla only memorize like, I don't know, like six, it appears. And they have to go back and go on the bike again and like light it up again, which seems to take a decent
1: amount of time. It took a long time. Yeah. But those are like what you want in an elimination. You want to go there if you're on the stage and watch a battle for like an hour. Like going in and sometimes like a challenge is like on TV, you see these challenges that last like three seconds and you're like, oh, man, that doesn't seem worth the trip.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And how did you guys have to take like a van out to the stadium or was it like? I- yeah. oh, it was wow. the challenge okay. bus you see the it challenge was the cha- yes yeah. right okay got it got it and how long did that take was that like
1: no it was pretty close it wasn't okay, too that's far good. away yeah
0: sure um and how long would you say this challenge itself
1: took man i think it probably took like close to 10 minutes of pedaling for each thing to for each symbol sequence to show maybe like eight minutes, I don't know, eight to 10 minutes, I would assume. Like, it took a long time, like, way longer than I imagined it taking. I remember standing there and being, like, with the one light, and I was like, oh, they're only on the one light. They have to do double that before anything shows. And so I remember being like, okay, this is a hard challenge. I like this. I like that these eliminations are difficult for people. Like, they are going to be gassed by the end of this. And also, like, the one thing, like, uh, TJ said out there was that the – each person had to ride a certain distance individually before the thing would light up. So even though Cashel was putting in so many miles on that thing, Tiffany had to reach a certain mileage as well. So individually, you each had to do the mileage.
0: Got it. Oh my God. And so he, he okay, so she so had to hit even Cashel riding faster wasn't helping wasn't well anything. Helping, but man, he was riding fast. Um, sure was. Yeah. And, and they were like, when I, they showed it. Everyone was writing very fast. Like they were, you know, like as James said, it was a free little workout class, which is kind of nice. I um, did like that. I liked <laughs> James this episode. He was yeah, cute. He was he had,
1: cute. He was like, Oh, a free, si- a free spin class. I was like, that's yeah. awesome. And then he was like showboating for the crowd and everybody exactly. was like pretty much cheering for them. For them. Yeah, yeah. Cause everybody was like, uh, you know, they wanted Tiffany gone. So, but it was crazy cause everybody's cheering and I'm like, I want to be as neutral as possible here. I don't want somebody looking up and me cheering for the wrong team and then they come back in and then I have to deal with a pain in my butt.
0: Right. That And that was kind of what happened when Tiffany and Cashel completed the phase one first and we get a little uh, moment of confession with you saying pretty much what you just said. We're like It's like, oh God, are they going to win? And was... Did you feel like they were beating James and Kayla throughout like most of this or just, I guess James and Kayla did finish the second one faster?
1: Yeah, they finished the second one. I think uh, what happened, I think uh, Cashel and Tiffany missed the f- second one on their first try. And I think it did something somewhere like somewhere. They made a misstep, and then it ended up costing them. As they were uh, all behind every single step after that.
0: Okay, got it. Would but would you say it was pretty close? Like I don't know if we.
1: It was pretty close until like right like the last level that you were like, okay, James and Kayla are the clear favorites at this point.
0: OK, got it. And uh, yeah, so thankfully they win, which is great. We love good to for see it
1: because you don't want people that you put into elimination coming back in because that's a headache.
0: Yeah, not good. So thankfully it works out in your favor. Um, I also thought it was interesting. Tiffany was wearing a freaking hat, like a, a beanie the entire time, which is and we have Kayla and James throwing off clothes left and right. But she, I was impressed. I mean, she... She really must have been warm.
1: I bet. I bet they were really warm. Although I, I I don't necessarily remember exactly, but I was wearing like a bunch of layers that night. So I'm assuming that the wind was pretty chilly. Okay, got it. Yeah. And
0: so, and they, I would assume that TJ had said to everyone that you each have to hit a certain number of miles no. no. Oh, he didn't say that. No. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so, so there's a reason why Cashel was just going, going. Yeah. going all out. Okay. Well, that's too bad. Oh man. Um. Also, I was wondering. We, you know, obviously you've played Survivor several times, so you know that Jeff, he narrates the challenges. Yes. Um, which causes frustration uh, to for some, but um, whereas TJ. He's kind of got a non-narration thing going on.
1: Yeah. He's pretty good at not saying stuff. (laughs) Yes. Someone would say better at not (laughs) saying stuff than saying stuff. He, uh, but like in those moments anyways, like I tune it out. I actually had fun with him on this challenge when we did the buoys. I remember I fell in the water kind of awkward and I came up, I was like, I'm okay. And he laughed and like, he would talk to me as I'd come out of the water. He'd say stuff to me and I'd say stuff back to him. And And so he's pretty fun to banter with.
0: Okay, that's good. Okay, nice. Um, Also, yeah, actually going back to the Yeah Boy Challenge, you talk about how, I love how you have the whole strategy of not breathing hard. I thought that was really smart. I just, I admire your ability to just kind of really get into the strategy at every part of this show. It's, It's impressive.
1: Yeah, that's an old cycling trick. I think I said it on there is like, You'd go out for a training ride and you'd have like an amateur cyclist as a professional cyclist. You're all kitted up in a pro kit and you're out there. So they know you're a pro. Some amateur jumps on your wheel and tries to keep up with you. You're out on a leisurely ride. And this guy's like, I'm keeping up with the pro. So the first thing you do is you're like, I'm heading for the hills. (laughs) And then as you get to the hills, you start ramping it up and just slowly accelerate more and more and more. Tell the amateur cyclist is struggling, and then you pull out the snacks in your back pocket and eat them on the uphill <laughs> so that he can feel full demoralization. Oh my
0: God, yeah. that's amazing! That's the
1: Tyson Apostle Handbook right there. <laughs> I love that.
0: Holy shit. Oh, okay, wow. And I hope we get more of it um, <laughs> in coming episodes. I hope so too. <laughs> so, okay, so then. That happens with Tiffany uh, and Cashel getting eliminated. Very sad, except I don't think a lot of people were very sad about
1: it. Yeah, no, everybody in the house was fine with it. I probably was actually one of the closest people to Cashel in the house. So it was maybe the most sad for me. And Tiffany was very gracious in giving me props and saying, like, Tyson's a gamer. Everybody better watch out for him and everyone else can KMA. You know, which I was like, Rachel's like, KMA, what's that mean? I was like, come on, Rach. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, kiss my ass. And then we high five.
0: Like, nice. Very nice. Um, And then we also see Ka- Cash will say, you know, Kira, go, go, girl, like, Love you. And then we get a little confessional of her being like, he cheated on me. I hate him. Bye.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know all this drama. I like I knew they were exes, but I didn't know why. And uh, same with Cinco and uh, and Cashier. Like, I don't know what came between them. And so like, I'm just like kind of clueless as to like, whose fault was it? What happened? Was it mutual? I don't know. Why would you come on a show with your ex with that you despise? Ex, right?
0: yeah, that's That's a great point. Exactly. So that was kind of fun to see. And then again, as we saw in the last episode, TJ brings out the fricking algorithm bot yeah, once all again. All the computer
1: scientists just back there, just, you know ones and zeros amelia programming things yeah programming things
0: (laughs) love that (laughs) and were you were you like okay so i've had justine that worked out really well had angela that also worked out really well now are you are you like because i i feel like
1: i want a challenge now now i'm like nobody can beat me give me the weakest player
0: Okay. Cause right. Because then that is a little hubris too, where you're just like, okay, I'm riding high. I'm feeling good. Give me whoever. And so, okay. So who would you say at this, at this stage, I guess this stage being the second episode or the, the second challenge, um, would you have thought to yourself, okay, this person is, is weak. I want them like who out of all the women there. I mean,
1: <laughs> wow. You really put me on the spot. <laughs> I
0: mean, you know,
1: I mean, Kayla was, you know, pretty non-factor in the last challenge. Uh, although she did, she did then do the spin class pretty proficiently. And, uh, you know, Cache has, uh, struggled with challenges a little bit. Uh, I think Tasha has struggled with the challenges. There was a lot of people struggle. And it's also like, I also have to factor in like, it was water this time. It's probably not going to be water again. So that's also a thing. Because in the water, I'm like, give me whoever. I'll figure out a way to win in the water. That's because that's my strongest. That's my clearest and most wide talent gap with the rest of the people in the house.
0: Right. But again, I mean, I feel like you can do... Pretty much any of these challenges, I can. You're you right. You know, it's it's really amazing. Would you say if you were doing, obviously the cycling one, you would have done really well too? I, but I guess it, you, your partner needed to do however many miles.
1: Right. I would have. I would have. But part of that is like mo- being able to motivate them to do it. Like I have ridden enough bikes that I know how to get someone in a tempo and keep them in a tempo.
0: Oh wow!
1: Yeah. So I could do that. That's easy.
0: And how would you do that? Like you if can't they were pedal like strokes. Oh, so you
1: just see how, what their cadence is. And then you count a little bit faster than they're pedaling and then they'll match your counting.
0: That's incredible. I just love that you have all these little tricks in your
1: Yeah, that's uh, how I ride faster. Like if I'm hurting really bad on my bike and I know I need to stick a tempo on the climb, I just count my pedal strokes and then... After I get that tempo, then I speed it up just a little bit on the count, which then causes me to a. You're not focusing on the pain; you're focusing on counting, and you're counting a little faster than what you were going before.
0: I'm like writing this down right now. Oh my god, Um, this is amazing! I'm going to. I'm like I'm signed up for a spin class on Friday, so okay. Um, And then I (laughs) did they give you any type of heads up? In terms of like what the next challenge might be, are they?
1: No, nothing. He doesn't even say like nothing. okay,
0: be, wear your bathing suits, hint hint, or no, nothing.
1: No, nothing. Okay. We, at, at first, it was just like get ready, and then they were like get everything, bring everything because you never know, and that's how it was. It was just like bring all the stuff you have for any type of challenge because it could be anything.
0: Oh damn! Will they let you bring snacks?
1: Uh, there are snacks available. Yeah. Cause that, I mean, that thing took all day.
0: Right. Yeah. Went. How long did that, that took all day?
1: Yeah. Cause you had to re you had to put the, the letters back up on the buoys between each cycle.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, so and that,
1: that took a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. And how long did it take you to drive out to wherever you guys were?
1: I mean, it was always different. It was, you know, half an hour to an hour to mostly half an hour to an hour, an hour and a half. And then sometimes there were some long trips. Wow. So That's crazy. I think that was a long one, actually.
0: Well, I would assume you saw like the countryside or, you know, it's like beautiful Argentina and whatever. They didn't shield you guys from.
1: No, from the challenge bus, you see it. I think you see like little snippets of us rolling around in the challenge bus and like we have our heads in the windows looking at stuff. So it's kind of cool to see, you know?
0: Yeah. No, totally. Okay. And then how many, I guess, from the challenge, so from the boy challenge to the um, Elimination Challenge, how many days like, are, have it's gone like by? The,
1: it's like the Mark Burnett cycle. It's like a, the challenge, the next day is the elimination, and then you have a day of relaxation.
0: Oh, nice. And what did you guys do? during the relaxation day. Is that when you broke, you broke out that great robe? I loved that. that yeah. Was thank fun. you.
1: Yeah. It was a pretty cool robe, right? It was uh, good. Yeah. Natalie Anderson was like two things you have to take with you on the challenge. You have to take a robe so that you can go to the bathroom in the night with, with your underwear still on and for the showers and everything like that. And then you need earplugs to go to sleep.
0: I, you know what I was thinking? I was like, wow, there are a lot of people in this one room. Like what yeah. happens if someone's like an intense snorer?
1: Yeah. You need earplugs.
0: Oh my God. Okay. Wait, can we talk a little bit about Natalie preparing you for the challenge? That was it. That was okay. So that was it. She was like, good luck. Bye.
1: Yeah. She was like, the two things you need are this. And then you know what to do from here. And I was like, you're right. I do.
0: That's true. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Well, okay. I guess anything else you want to add from this this episode, which I honestly thought was a really, really fun episode. I thought it was really great.
1: It was fun. Was I the great star challenge. again?
0: You... I mean, it... I was hoping for it. But I, you know, I didn't, I mean, I'm obviously not going to ask you beforehand because I want to be surprised. Well, but... I don't
1: even know either. I mean, I know what happened in the challenges, but I don't sure. know. Like I'm seeing it just like you are. So, right, uh, right, yeah. So they can show anything, but, wow. uh, yeah, pretty good. I think, uh, I think we caught it all. I think, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. I'm sure our listeners will have questions for us. Maybe at some point we will respond to those questions. Oh
0: Yeah. Feel free and maybe to, not. Okay. Maybe not. We don't know, but if you have questions, feel free to DM we're around. So that's it. That's that is it. So thank you, Tyson. Are you, do you want to plug anything or?
1: I don't think so. Watch, uh, the challenge USA on CBS Wednesday nights, uh, and then follow Amelia or myself or both of us on all social medias all around, uh, the internet. Yes. And, uh, you've got your, the bachelors, the bachelorette bachelor, the bachelors started. Are you on that?
0: I'm not. No, but I'm doing the social media from, for that page. Oh, well then that's a
1: blunder for me to hype that for you. And then it's not even your project. What are you working on right now?
0: Um, well we do, we have a Bravo show, uh, which is, I guess, similar to the bachelors. Um, a lot of random drama, uh, which comes out on Fridays. That's very exciting, yes. Um, and that's that's kind of it.
1: Everyone, tune into the challenge next week to watch me kick ass again, and then uh, incredible come get all, all of the uh, inside info uh, with a million myself, and uh, that's it. That's a wrap.
0: Yeah, and thank you to our producer Carlos Chiraboga as well.
1: Shout out Carlos! Whoop, whoop. Woo, we love Carlos. Okay, see ya.